You're listening to the Kate Podcast. Wizardamusement.com, the site to visit for custom pinball shooter rods. Easy to install, totally unique. Mention Blockade Podcast for 10% off your order. WizardAmusement.com. Sales, restoration, customization. You are listening to the Blockade Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Freebus, a.k.a. Shut Your Trap. With me, as always, is my co-host, Jared Morgan. Hola! And also with us today is Bonzo, or Drex Clown, or Kai Fitzner. Take your choice. Hi. <laughs> no, no, no. Give us a good guten tag there. I was going for the uh, hi because of last week, but you can also have a guten tag. Ah, now I feel much better. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, this is our second week of playing with recording while on Blab, uh, Blab.im. And we have an audience this week. We do. Who do we have in the chat window this week? We have Pimpleweeds. Yeah, people. And we have people. We don't, we don't want to start the trend of actually naming them or anything because, you know, right. what if this gets popular, God forbid? We, we have <laughs> spent our entire <laughs> podcast rattling off names. And there we go. Oh, and, and we're done. And we'll see you later. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. Would also be a solution to get less lifelessness. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> so this is, this is also my uh, second week playing with my Samson mic. Um, this week I'm holding it up nice and close to my mouth because after listening to it last week, I realized that it was picking up. I had it about two feet away from me. It's got a really hot mic, which is cool and all, except for the fact that it was picking up my ceiling fan and picking up background noise. So as I was listening back to the podcast, I kind of went, all right, I got to get that closer to my mouth, which has now opened up a new. You couldn't couldn't, hear it? I couldn't hear it when I was doing the post-production on it. It really wasn't that apparent to me. Maybe your ears are super sensitive. That or maybe I play it really loud in my car as I'm driving home from work because, you know, that's there's nothing like rocking out to the Blockade podcast. That's, that's right. <laughs> Going all Wayne's world. Exactly. Because <laughs> that's the kind of show we are. Um, exactly right. No, but it made me realize I, I, I need to get a uh, – I was looking at it on Amazon, seeing what other accessories I could buy. Um, I need to get myself one of those boom arms. I need to get one of those windscreens. And then with us doing the blab thing, I'm thinking – well, do I really want to leave Jared being the only one on camera? Or should I put myself on camera? I don't know. But I really, I don't know. If anybody has a webcam they want to send to me, <laughs> just contact us at blah, blah, blockade at gmail.com, and I'll give you some shipping info. And uh... <laughs> There's a thing called eBay there, right? Like They sell secondhand webcams if you're a bit tight in the old case. Here, here's the problem with me. I can buy a cheap webcam for like 15 bucks, right? But then you start looking at the features and everything, and next thing you know, oh yeah, no, I want that feature, and oh hey, that's got you know autofocus and and face tracking, and on you know next thing you know, you're looking at these seventy dollar ones, and you know, nah. I, no, exactly. You don't but that's my problem. I've got like a cheap Logitech one at home, which it's like um all, all the the trend now is like the HD widescreen right. ones with like super sensitive mic pickups and everything on it, but. This one I've got at home is just like it looks like a big eyeball that somebody's taken out of their this eye socket, and it sits on the top of my monitor. And it's it's really basic. It's probably 
it's probably not even HD, but it does a job. So, yeah. Um, but but what if I don't want it to just do the job, even though all I'm doing is sitting here? <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like sitting there looking at the ones that are good for conference calling and, you know, have auto, you can zoom in, zoom out. And... Yeah, well, they're fun, but, you know. Yeah. Look, I, I think people, um, I don't know if people actually even care. <laughs> the only reason why <laughs> I'm don't. here on, on Visible, on um, Blab, is because I can't turn off the webcam on the service. It doesn't seem that I can. Unless there is a, a thing at the top of my Chrome browser, which, yeah, I'm not even going to attempt to alter at this stage. Because we're recording. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, what's this? No, don't touch no. the thing. Oh, no, don't touch the thing. So, yeah. Um, oh, good stuff. Hey, uh, why don't we move into the show proper? Let's talk about table of the Week. Oh. Week. Oh yeah, we don't have a theme song for we table do. of the we week. Do we do a theme for that. Um, we do. If anybody would like to, let's put the challenge out. We'll see if anybody um, returns the favor of doing a sting for table of the week. It doesn't need to be long. Probably no more than ten seconds long. Um, and if you just give us the the raw audio of it, I can do funny things with it in Garage Band. Um, you realize you're just going to get ten seconds of farting. <laughs> oh, 10 seconds of goatsy, but in um, audio form. <laughs> it's a dangerous world there, but... Yeah. But, you know, I'll put it out there, though, that, you know, we may not use it, but <laughs> you can send it in and, uh, you know, knock yourself out. Because um, yeah. I'm sure have people go? have a much, much better audio technical uh, prowess than we do. I have no doubt. <laughs> Yeah, so, yeah, go for it. Um, anyhow, anyway, so our, Table of the Week, right? Table of the Week, hey, uh, that's what we were talking about. Um, scared Stiff. It's time to get scared stiff. Something of that nature, which uh, is miles better than Haunted House, which I don't think I touched at all last week. <laughs> no. no, I don't think I did either. I looked at it and went, I just can't do it. I can't. It, it, yeah, I just... Same, yeah. Does nothing for me. Um, scared stiff. Even though I find it kind of incredibly easy, at least it's still fun. It is. It's um in a, in an era of DMD and the deep rule set that you can get on DMDs. It goes back to the almost System Eleven gameplay where you have five sort of main goals to complete, and then you know you go for it at the end. It's a little bit reminds me a little bit of um, Doctor Dude and the fact that you have to like get you know you got to shoot the 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 big um, bully guy, and then you've got to shoot the the guitar target three times. It has that sort of gameplay to it, and I think that's kind of refreshing in that era that um, Scared Stiff was released in. It's kind of refreshing just to have to you know, go back and go, I just need to like shoot this thing a couple of times, and then that mode's done. You know, Is there a true strategy to the game other than just shoot at the crate as many times as possible? I find that the one of the... Um, the the trickier parts of that, but more so on the on the real game rather than the the TPA version, is getting into the monsters lab and actually getting enough hits right. on the pop bumpers. Um, in TPA, it's a lot easier, but that's that's probably the hardest thing to actually get um, completed in the game for me. Everything else I find really easy. Um, so um, I just, I, the reason why I ask is when it's been in uh, Farsight's tournaments, 
I've, I, I look at my score compared to the other people's scores, and they're so far and above mine. And I'm baffled as to what they're doing that I'm not doing. Um, or are they just spending mega amounts of time on it? I guess that's it. The pinball whiz in the chat's wondering if anybody got the uh, secret passage. I've got it a couple of times, but um, it's... I don't even know what the secret passage is. The secret passage, <laughs> there's a little lane to the left of the um, skull rollovers that you can... Basically, you only really get it if it's a weak flip up the left loop, and it just falls behind this little um, gate at the back, and it's a secret passage, and old mate um, Drac goes, secret passage! It's very cool. It's not a wizard goal, is it? Uh, I don't know. Um, it might be a wizard. Oh, it is a wizard goal. According to <sighs> it's like, what? Those are my <laughs> least favorite. Where it's like it's not even, it's not even something that is done by skill. It's done by accident. It's like how is that a wizard? Yeah, it's frustrating. Um, that was the same thing with on um on uh, uh, Black Rose, where you had to do the weak shot up the ramp in order to you know curve it back down, and it's. I found that you had to then basically. I think it was backhanding was the only way to get it because if you hit it with a strong on the right flipper, there was no way it was going to work. Oh, right. I didn't even know that was a wizard goal. I, I probably uh, yeah. wouldn't have discovered that. You know, on a real pinball table, I can see it actually happening a lot because mm. you know, flipper strength and all that jazz. Sometimes it'll not rock it all the way up the the ramp as it does in TPA. Yeah, but that's right. The, uh, this game's got a couple of well. The, the highlights for me on this game is, well, it's Elvira, <laughs> because, you know, she's also um, fantastic. Um, the, for me, I think one of the lowlights of the game, only because I haven't managed to get it yet, because it seems to be incredibly difficult, is to complete the spider wheel and get the spider wheel, whatever it is, mode. It's a mode you get if you get all the mm. lights lit. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never been able to do it. I've always, like, screw up, like, stopping the wheel. Um, so I can get those little ones that are like in between all the ones I've lit. I can ne- I can never do it. Is it as difficult in on the real table as it is in TPA? Is it the same delay? Ah, uh, it's pretty similar. Um, there's there's like a slight delay because of the uh-huh. inertia of the motor that you've got to sort of like look at the um, the the one about two ahead, I think, for memory in the real game, and then it should actually stop on the one you want. Um, so yeah, it's a, it's tricky. Um, you know what it reminds so, me of is the on teed off, how you got that uh, spell gopher. Uh, oh yeah, the wheel yeah, that yeah. spins right, and where it'll be like, you, why do I keep on getting G and P over and over and over and over and over again? You know, you're like, come on, I just need that last letter. <laughs> that, that is, is that, is that actually a bug that that's only doing like it's a spin too predictable or I don't I, know. I honestly. Don't know because I've barely played the table. I just noticed one day I was playing it. Those were the two letters that I just got repeatedly, and mm. it was quite annoying. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't really know what's going. on. But I mean, on I know Farsight has a problem with anything that is wheel based. So, <laughs> well, yeah, like the roulette wheel mm-hmm. on, um, yeah, that thing is very strange. It doesn't behave at all like it does in the real life. Right. Um, there's a, there were a few bugs on this table which have been fixed. So there were long-standing ones. Um, there was a crate bug that allowed you to exploit um, two balls in there. They just rattled around and gave you multiple jackpots, which pleased Elvira, but, um, uh, <laughs> but not, not so much people. And pleased us, too. Oh. That's, 
But, you know, they fix that. They fix up the collision in there. But the one thing that always irks me on this table is the fact that the flashes the um, on the little sort of claw holders, they're clipping through the cabinet. And I can, I just can't unsee it. It's a small cosmetic thing, and I shouldn't be so anal about it. But it's they clip through the cabinet, and it looks really shoddy. It, it's one of the... It was a season three table, right? This one? I think. No, season two. Season two, that would probably explain it. Yeah, that's when sort of season three is when we start to see... Uh, oh, season one, according to Pimble Wiz. Oh. Really? There you go. Uh, that's very strange. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I like the fact-checking in... Uh, in <laughs> so thank you, everyone, for yeah, like, making sure we don't suck with facts. Here, here, facts let's see hard. if I can get some more information wrong that will uh, promptly be corrected, but I think... Scared Stiff, wasn't that one of the first uh, pro tables available? Oh, that's a good question. Ah, yes, yes, I got the yes. There we go. Yeah, very good. There you go. We're we're doing audience interaction already. This is kind of cool. (laughs) I like it. Um, Speaking of, how many of you guys have the pro mode on Scared Stiff? Because I don't have it on my PC. I only had it on my uh, PS3. Not me. No, I don't. I I wish Farsight would go back and... Uh, correct it so that the good audio is there full time. That's yeah, what bugs just... me. It's, and and again, it's one of those things where it's like, okay, fine, I understand you want to make it pro mode so that you know we pay the money for it or whatever. But then whenever I play it, nothing goes towards the leaderboard, and that's the only way I'm yeah. going to want to play this without audio. So it's it exactly. then, which means I'm never going to play it without audio. Mm, uh, it's just which means you're never going to leaderboard. So exactly, just cycle. Yeah, yeah. vicious. Yeah, I, I don't really... I, I've, we've already talked about this in, in previous podcasts, but I yeah. generally don't go pro um, on the tables. I just don't really feel a need to do it, I guess. Um, right. Even for those times where, you know, it would be nice to actually have Elvira dropping, you know, the more risque lines like multiple jackpots and all that sort of stuff. Um, but, you know, yeah, not really for the price. I don't, it's, just, it's probably a stupid analogy, like... A, I it's what four dollars to unlock the pro on that one. It's you know probably the amount well, of enjoyment. Currently on, well, last time I checked on Steam, it was five bucks to unlock the entire season in pro. What? That's pretty good. It's not like that on an Android, I don't think. Um, Otherwise, because normal price was ten bucks for the entire season. You had to upgrade if you'd already uh, um, if you'd already right. bought a season pass. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. I forget that it's like a if you've already got the standard pack, it's like an extra like it's probably about ten. I think, but I think the reason why I wasn't doing it um, was because a lot of the uh, the cabinet switch um, tech was pretty poorly implemented. I right. don't know if that's been improved, but um, certainly no. I, I would expect on season <laughs> <laughs> certainly on season one and season two it was pretty terrible. So I've, yeah, if it's a half baked sort of feature, I'm not going to buy into that. But if it's working well, then yeah, I'll do it. Speaking of uh, tables that we've been playing. And things that have been coming out. It's time for Beta Blah. It is time for Beta Blah. It's out of Alpha, but not yet Omega. Let's talk about the people like Beta. Again, if somebody would like to <laughs> make, a, make a drop for uh, for Beta Blah, they could do that too. The same conditions, <laughs> 10 seconds. Um, make it awesome. Please, no farting. <laughs> so beta blah this week yeah, so, um, is um, frankenstein indeed and unfortunately once again since i haven't bought the season i'm only able to play far enough into the uh, 
get the top score. So I've barely been able to crack into it, but I'm I'm kind of impressed with the table. I don't think I played this one in real life. Now that I'm you know looking at it, hmm. I I have played this one. Um, it was on location in one of the very many arcades in the city um, back in the heyday of pinball. And um, yeah, it's an interesting game to play. It's a Interestingly, there's the the 1995 alumni for this particular uh, game is quite, um, uh, let's say, prestigious. So, for let's just go now to um, IPDB and just take a look at what lovely tables we have. So, from uh, Belly Williams, we've got Congo, Dirty Harry, Jackbot, Johnny Mnemonic, and No Fear. From Midway, we've got Attack from Mars dropped in this year as well, which is pretty impressive. Uh, Indy 500, Theatre of Magic also, hmm. um, Who Done It, and and Big Hurt from Premier. Um, so compare that to the Sega releases of Apollo 13, which was insane. That was the quickest, <laughs> the most balls and the quickest time you'll lose them in any football <laughs> game ever. Then <laughs> we have Batman Forever, Baywatch, and. Uh, Mary Shelley's Frankenstein, and this other one from an uh, unknown manufacturer that is very strange. I've never heard before. So, yeah, an interesting year. So the thing that I'm finding strange about this table is the audio quality. And this is not a, necessarily a Farsight thing. This is actually Sega's way of doing their audio back wait, wait, wait. in 1995. How, how are you pronouncing that? Sega. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Come in, on. In, in, in Sega. Era. Yeah, I know. It's Sega. Yeah. <laughs> Sega. Um, yeah. People are going to be listening to this and going like, what the hell is this? Sega. What is Sega? What is Sega? Is Bob Sega? Oh, remember. Sega. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you know. Okay. Sega. There you go. <laughs> so the way of doing audio, of course, um, to get Sega, I think at that time, um, we're doing stereo. Um sound and I think the sacrifice they need to make there to get two channels is to think about the way that they were doing the audio which I think was mostly MIDI um, back then so um, whereas in on games like Attack from Mars and all those they used DCS which allowed them to basically sort of do live instruments pretty much and um, and record it using like proper like really proper live instruments and they actually had bands I think and uh, in Williams that performed all the songs for all the DCS games. And so you get this really strange sort of audio quality compared to the other tables of that era uh, in Sega titles. Um, so, yeah, that was one thing that stood out for me uh, with this game, uh, particularly now that we can actually listen through headphones and actually hear it really clearly. It was like, oh, boy, that's really jarring <laughs> compared to the quality of the of the same year. So, um what do you think of the um, the the sort of game in general on PC, um, Chris? Well, I mean, my first impressions were that um, there seemed to be quite a bit of shot selection. Um, mm-hmm. Like there was, I didn't feel like a, in my limited play that I immediately was going, "Oh, it's hit that ramp over and over and over and over and over again." There's nothing else to the game. Um, that. I almost could fool myself into thinking that it was a Bally Williams game. Um, mm. So that was, to me, that's high praise right there. The table itself is fairly ugly. Um, yeah, it and is. 
I, I I'm playing it in DX11 like I always do, mm. and I was going to complain that the upper half or actually not the upper half, probably the upper third of the table is relatively dark. It's not well lit. And this always happens whenever Farsight has put in one of these giant toys, you know, like the boxer in Champion Pub or, um, yep. you know, anything that's tall like that. They haven't, they don't light it. And I don't understand why they don't light it because any photo I've ever seen, even in, you know, dark mode, the the toy will be completely lit. Or, yeah, you know, they shadow have some and stuff. Yeah, yeah and this one is just, on. it's just it's just dark but then again oh. it's such a god-awful ugly toy of a frankenstein that it's, <laughs> you almost go thank you <laughs> yeah it's terrible that like well you know what's wrong with again, it because it's all out of proportion yeah it's got these little tiny mutant arms that, yep. and and they're both <laughs> at such an <laughs> odd angle yeah you're like <laughs> i don't know it's, it's it, yeah it's weird it's, it's very weird. What they what they said was, "Geez, we're gonna have to make a mechanism here that throws the balls out." Oh, uh, and the theme is Frankenstein, so it'll have to be something to do with Frankenstein. Uh, okay, well, well, we'll just put a big, you know, uh, we'll basically replace. See, this is the thing with this game; it reminds me so much of Jurassic Park. Even uh-huh. the ramp is almost in the same place, um, and the big head uh, is basically where the um, uh, the raptor, not raptor, the T Rex was. And the pop bumpers kind of in the same place as well. Like if you look at it, and the similarities for me, uh, it looks a lot like Jurassic Park, except for um, it's mirrored. And I always said Jurassic Park was a mirror of uh, Whirlwind. That's right. Pinball Wiz makes a good point here that it actually looks a bit like Harley Davidson as well, which is quite true. <laughs> um, it's yeah. So anyhow, but it plays better than Harley. I will say that. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh. <laughs> it doesn't have that video mode, so it's it's good. <laughs> <laughs> and I hope the shout-outs are better. Uh, yeah. Well, except yeah. for, I'm wondering how soon it's going to be before I get tired of hearing Frankenstein and going, <laughs> yeah, <no. laughs> yeah, that used to really wear thin when it was in the arcade, too, because every time you hit that ramp, he, he does right. that. And it's like, shut up, dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there goes that mystery writer yeah. again. <laughs> 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 Yeah, I right, did man. play it um, one version because you get to choose right off the bat whether you uh, have the movie soundtrack or the Edgar Wright soundtrack. Yep. And I played through both sessions um, with both music cues. And I got to say, I way prefer the soundtrack because the Edgar Wright one, it, it just sounds like a bad 80s table. I don't know. It, yeah, it doesn't, it sounds it like doesn't match recreation of of a song you know yeah. it's terrible um yeah i know i should really stop playing the egg right version of it because <laughs> I, I always used to and i think this is yeah. where i'm getting my my um my, my cranky opinion of the table is because of that thing playing all the time i should just switch over to the movie, movie soundtrack and do myself a favor yeah I did have in the, again, playing the beta, uh, the first time I switched over to the uh, Edgar Wright soundtrack, the soundtrack didn't play at all. And I thought, oh, oh interesting choice. <laughs> have they, have, you were thinking, oh, didn't they get the rights for it or something? Or No, I didn't think yeah. that. I just, uh, I figured it was beta, and for some reason they hadn't programmed it in yet. And then probably on my third ball, all of a sudden I hit a particular switch, and boom, it started playing up. So, yeah, I've had that kind of audio issue before uh, okay. there's actually one that currently does in whirlwind where whenever you get 
to quick multiball, it stops playing all the music. Oh, right. Okay. And um, I've registered that complaint because it plays in DX9. It's only in the DX11 version that it doesn't play the music during that segment. Um, so I figured it was something of that nature. But it, right. since then, it's actually played the that soundtrack. Right. So um, on to the, I guess, okay, I need to caveat this. This is feedback about a beta that's currently being tested. This is not reflective of the final product. Um, take this as you may. So on the Android version at the moment that's being tested there, there's a few strange things happening, which I think is probably down to the fact that this table, if you remember, has a really huge DMD on it. Yeah. Um, it's essentially um, an HD DMD compared to the other ones. I think it's got twice as many dots or something like that. Please correct me if I'm wrong, fact checkers in the... Um, um, in the, the chat, Peter but gallery. I'm sure it's like, yeah, <laughs> the uh, the fact-checking gallery. But yes, um, because of that, they've had to change some things in the um, uh, in the way that they do DMDs, and that's meant that all other tables with DMDs aren't working at the moment. So, oh. so yeah, it's like someone switched off the DVDs and all the other DMD tables. So you can almost guarantee that this is relating to the way they've had to re redo the DMD for um, Frankenstein, but I'm almost certain that will be solved before <laughs> before it goes out the door. Um, so was this this was Sega's big sell. They're like, look at our DMD. It's twice it's so, as big. Yeah. Because they were, at the time, it was all about movie licenses. So this allowed them to yeah. you know, re represent the um, sort of captured uh, movie scenes a lot better on them. Um, but, oh, yeah, okay. You, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. More dots, higher resolution, easier to do. Yeah, that's right. Um, I think, I don't know, um, my memory of the upper trough kickout uh, was that it really threw that ball back super fast towards the upper right flipper. And on the version at the moment, it's not behaving that way. It's really softly kicking it out, so much so that if you hold the, the flipper up, you can kind of trap it on the flipper in a way. Like, it will actually feedback nicely, just roll a little bit up the flipper bat, and then you can take a shot towards the ice cave really easily. And well, if you had wussy little arms like that, you'd be throwing them like a girl too. No, this is, there's actually a, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like there's a little, there's a little yeah. scoop. Yeah. That scoop is weak. It needs to be tuned a little bit better, I think. Um, and I should probably raise it in the beta thread as well, because um, I don't think I've done that yet. Um, and I think that they were doing some um, updates to some of the other tables as well. I think big shot and, um, uh, Circus Volterra receiving um, uh, res bumps. Res are the uh, resource files that Farsight used mm. to um, you know, do the tables uh, and all the graphics and everything, and they're receiving bumps, but they've had a bit of trouble doing cams on, on them in the beta, so we'll just have to wait a little bit longer to get those, but that'll be really good. I'll be very interested to see what they do on Circus Volterra. I'm hoping that they'll make that ramp transparent because um, on mobile, it's uh, opaque still. Ew. Yeah, it's pretty... Pretty, pretty not nice. Um, so we'll see what, what that looks like um, and what they've done there. So, yeah, it, early days for the Android beta, but um, I'm sure that um, Scott Umble will get right onto it when he gets back um, my Tuesday and back on US Monday and get onto it. He's really good that way. So looking forward to the second version of it, definitely. All right. Yeah. I do. Uh, I was kind of bummed that and it's probably going to be the new trend, but uh, once again, we basically get the beta and then... 
a week later, it's actually released to the general public. And I don't think that's enough time to actually truly beta test a table. I don't know what uh, any issues that we pop up with. It's, it's kind of like you don't get a chance, a good crack at them. I know iOS is getting it much earlier for beta testing. They're doing most of the most of the grunt work on it. I know. I know Pinwiz is really great in the Android beta. He transfers all of the known issues over um, so yeah. that we know that there's that they're looking into them and everything. So that's really a, a great service that he provides for us Android testers. Um, but yeah, I, I do agree. I think the, the beta times are a bit short. Um, it would be better if we could have a little bit longer to do. I mean, some the last couple of tables, we really didn't have a lot to feed back to Farsight because they were of no. very high quality. Uh, in the beta, like they were ready to GA pretty much, only minor cosmetic things. But this one's got a few more issues. Um, they could have actually done with an extra week, I think. Mm. Or maybe they just, uh, I don't know, internally have a good good reference now of what they're what they're going for. Maybe yeah, they're phasing out us people. <laughs> I don't think they would be. They'd have to make a pretty. They'd have to make a pretty big decision to do that. But yeah, that's, it's interesting. I've, I've enjoyed the beta so far. Yeah. I wonder if we should um, chat about something else we've been doing, Chris. Uh, you know, um, we've, we probably should. It's a very zen-like way of playing pinball. <laughs> So we're going to do a little uh, update on how we've uh, been doing with Zen, uh, our Zen book club. Um, reminding everybody, I'm currently playing uh, Super League football, and Jared is playing Ghost Rider, and Bonzo changed his mind. So uh, what are you playing now? Uh, fantastic oh, Four. Okay. Mm. No longer Miss Splosion Man, so Fantastic Four. Uh, so I've I've tinkered around with the I just want to say soccer. It's a soccer table, okay? Soccer. God damn it! I'm in the U.S. Then soccer. we have football too, and it's completely <laughs> different. So there. Uh, <laughs> um, I've I'm enjoying again. My my problem is I could care less about the score. I'm just concerned about being the teams that I'm playing against. And one of the things I've discovered that I didn't realize before was that uh, the team you're competing against they have difficulty levels. And based on that difficulty level, you need to hit, basically you need to hit the ramps multiple times in order to extend your time with the ball, you might say, uh, before the other team takes the ball away and you have to defend against them. And you wind up having to hit the ramps a little bit quicker and your time for scoring on them when the ramps are lit for scoring becomes a little bit shorter. But worst of all is... If the other team gets control of the ball, based on how difficult they are, determines how many lanes are lit that you need to hit in order to defend and what your time limit is to defend those lanes. Yeah. And it, mm. I, I become this wreck when I lose the ball because I'm like, oh, crap, <laughs> I got to actually hit these. And the other night I was playing and I was against what they were telling me was a very difficult team. And I shut them out. Oh yeah, yeah! It was six nil, baby. <laughs> six nil. Six nil. That's a flogging. And, and you know what I got for that, which was awesome. Uh, and I did. I uh, apparently I've done it before, but I've just kind of completely forgotten about it because they were up there. But if you do a particular achievement of that on this table, there's a trophy shelf, 
and there's all these little trophies. And so I unlocked a trophy because I blanked a hard opponent. Yeah, that's right. I remember that. There's like there's achievements inside the achievements, mm-hmm. so you can actually mm-hmm. get like a little trophy shelf. Yeah, it's cool. I remember that. And yeah, yeah like you, I went, oh, a trophy. How'd I do that? <laughs> <laughs> that's mostly how it is with uh, with pinball effects for me. Oh, a trophy. Oh, oh look at that. <laughs> oh, yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I was pretty stoked because it was like not only was feeling was I feeling good about uh, beating the team, but um, you know, I, I earned something for it. So I'm now trying to. Really hone in so I can give you proper advice, Jared and, and Kai, on what to do with this table. And I thought I was doing wonderful. And then uh, one of our listeners, Ksenia, who also uh, does our the spreadsheet for the tournament that we run every month, he then posted his score, and it was like triple what mine was. I was like, oh, God yeah. dang it. He did, yeah, he did the same. Yeah, I saw that on Twitter. I went, oh, geez. And they did the same for me on Ghost Rider as well. I just went, oh, dude, come on. And then I gave him a ribbon. I gave, made the mistake of giving him a ribbon. He said, well, consoles don't count. He goes, oh, yeah, but I play on the PC. My poor PC is feeling so, so depressed now. I said, yeah, fair enough. Not a PC. Not, not a console PC. But you know. So how are you doing with, uh, with Ghost Rider then? Yeah, pretty good, actually. I'm actually enjoying the game to bits, actually. it's uh, <clears throat> it, When I played it casually, I just couldn't get into it. it something about it that just there was a blocker up there for me for getting into it but since i've been concentrating on this week i've i've grown to love it actually it's um once you get the the timing right on that jump ramp it's just as much fun as no fear um getting the loops around it so i'm yeah having a ball with it and the the thing i I didn't really understand until i read the really great guide by shuriken to the chin i think he wrote it um uh is that the um the the way you actually get into the, the lost souls area um and the little flip-flop ramp that's on the, the right hand side there as well um the loops you have to actually loop in a certain way you can't just like loop backwards and forwards the same direction um so uh it's a bit sort of um uh yeah unusual in the way you play it but uh once you get used to it, it's great yeah i'm loving it and uh what are you learning with fantastic four uh, I only had a couple of rounds on it uh, until now, and um, um, it is as always with pinball, pinball at me. As long as I don't know what I'm doing, I'm doing <laughs> quite well. And as soon as I read rules and try to hit shots in a certain uh, um, in a certain row, it won't work for quite a while. So I hope I'll make some progress uh, the next few days, and then finally manage to actually get decent score on the table. It's fun. Um, but I think it's maybe one of the more shallow Zen tables, mm. so it's not that much of of uh, a guide I can. Well, give. Why don't we bring in uh, who I like to think is the uh, resident Zen expert, uh, Pinball Wiz Forty Five B? He's uh, joining us. Maybe he can give us some quick pointers to try out for this next week. Tell us we're on the right track or not. Uh, Pinball Wiz, you there? I think oh, he's actually good. silent. Oh, he's can you hear some... me? Looks like he's. Yeah, yeah. Oh, there he is. Hey, how you doing? I'm doing fine. Uh, I just wanted. Um, what were you going to ask again? 
<laughs> maybe maybe in this in this because uh, we're going to be playing all of our respective tables for uh, one more week before we hand them off to uh, each other. Um, so Super League, maybe Trouble, you can give us some Fantastic quick pointers Four and Ghost Rider. Ghost Rider, yeah. Yes, are we playing them appropriately as discussed so far? Uh, I think so. Um, Ghost Rider, I haven't been too much into. Um, kind of not fitting the theme for me. Uh, mm. Super League Football. Um, I've actually been nailing that table for in the past. Um, my advice would be, um, like, if you can lock the three balls in each of the different holes, and then score yes. the score the, the goals, um, they can activate up to four ball multi ball, collecting all ten of these uh, players uh, on in the center of the play field will activate the wizard mode. Wizard mode. And you can um, get even more goals just by um, collecting the super jackpots within within the multi ball. Do you know what activates the gold soccer balls? Because I had that happen the other night. Have I have no idea. You have to collect all ten of the players on, on the center of the play field. Oh. And how exactly do you collect the the players? Uh, locking the balls each each of the three okay. holes. Um, well, we'll designate a player like as attacker. Um, sender or defense. Okay. So, like, a minimum of four uh, multiple activations will do it. Okay. And then, can you answer me this? Uh, during halftime multiball, is there actually anything that we're supposed to be doing other than killing time until... No, it's 50,000 uh, points a shot. Basically. Okay. And it just makes them uh, perform tricks. Nothing major. Yeah, I usually just wind up kind of uh, waiting for it to give me the the sign that I can shoot the uh, what the dugout or whatever yeah. that it is. But probably just best to end multi ball and then just shoot the dug shoot the dugout. Right. Yep. Get on with the job. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta get more goals in. Gotta yeah, get right. more goals. Cool. Uh, do you have anything for Fantastic Four to uh, concentrate on? That one's got some crazy ramp action, doesn't it? Indeed. Uh, I haven't played on much uh, recently. Um, but there's basically many spelling modes uh, in effect in this game. Oh, yeah. Uh, that, that's probably all I, I know. I'll need to play it again just to refresh. Okay, well, a lot of fat help you were. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the note, thanks. All right. Well, thanks for popping in and giving us the uh, the quick licks there. And uh, uh, no we'll, we'll talk to you again soon And uh, as we get farther into these tables. And maybe you can uh, sample those other two and give the give the boys some advice. All right. All right, talk to you later. Thanks, people, See boys. See ya. Boom. And with that, I kicked him out. I love that power. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, I think we'll continue on. I'll keep on playing. Um, uh, keep getting my Johnny Blaze on, but um, yeah, I think uh, I actually wouldn't mind switching around a bit between the three. I like to sort of just. I think we'll. I'll just casually sort of play the three anyhow, and just you know mess around. I, the other day I played a bit of um, Fantastic Four. I think the one where you get to pick the balls um, when you launch them. Is that Fantastic Four? No, that's Avengers. Avengers, yeah. That's a, um, a strange game. 
as well. But yeah, that's one that'll be interesting to spend a month with because it seems like you'll need a month to spend on that one. Yeah, um, it's um, it's a very much like the the whole selecting the balls thing at the beginning is very much like you select the doctors on Doctor Who and they give you different different powers in the game, like easier skill shots and all that sort of stuff. So I think exploiting... like selecting songs on ACDC or Metallica. Mm, hmm. Very much, very much. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, that's. That's cool. Well, yeah. I, if you want to jump around, that's fine. I'm going to stick with uh, with Super League for another week, obviously, gonna, and then I'll. It's going to keep it real. <laughs> well, you know, I, I, I'm in my friends list. I'm number two. So, oh, nice, saying, yeah, I'm coming after you. Yeah, <laughs> I am too. I'm a, I'm number two on Ghost Rider two, but Martin Rusby is kicking my ass at like double my score. I got fifty fifty three million on Ghost Rider, and he's like a hundred and nine or something like that. So, yeah, he's Ouch. totally totally owning the leaderboards in my group at the moment. So, if you would like to follow me on um, Google Play, definitely add me um, to your Google Play friends list. Um, Jared Morgs is my handle. And I'd love to see you playing some of these tables and competing against us. Because remember, with pinball, it's more fun to compete. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, if you want to play against me, uh, I'm uh, on Steam at with uh, Shut Your Trap. I'm Bonzo <laughs> on Steam. So and and uh, it's it's fun with the uh, white leaderboards um, on on Steam. Yeah. Or in the PC version. So it's quite easy to be second, third, or even first on some tables right now. I think that will that might change in the yeah, future. Yeah, because Pinball yeah. was uh, just posted in the chat here that uh, his personal best was 2.3 billion in Super League, <laughs> and my best right now is like 325 million. So <laughs> yeah, I don't even know how long that would have taken to to get that score. Is that like four hours of play or something on that table? I have something no idea. Way it's, too must much. Be, must be insane. But um. But it's somehow I think it's much more more fun uh, having a break with uh, Zen Pinball than it is with Pinball Arcade. It's it's uh, it feels so much more like a video game. So I, I don't feel mm. I don't feel like cheating when when just uh, hitting pause and exiting the table and then coming back two days later to continue the mm. same game. Somehow it feels totally different from yeah, PGA. Yeah, I agree. That helps a lot. Uh, Pinball Wiz just clarified that that score took him one and a half hours. <laughs> I just went, really? Wow. All right. uh, yeah. There you go. One hundred one and a half hours of concentrated awesome. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure it's going to take me a lot longer. Oh, yeah. Me too. We should probably wrap it up, guys, because it's been about 40 we- minutes now. Oh, see, we're never, ever going to hit that half an hour mark. I just know it. You might have noticed in the last um, bump out that I said, and we're in overtime, because we always are. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was about right, really. But, I should just put that on the end of every podcast. <laughs> well, well, we'll see if I actually get some uh, pinball playing time in this week. I was uh, the, the work schedule that I was keeping this past week was kind of nuts. We were – I wasn't getting home until 3 in the morning, basically. Um, so it'd be wake up, go to work, come home from work, go to bed. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And repeat. Yeah. And then, and then, so contrast that with, uh, yeah. So Friday I went in, um, 2 PM, got home at, you know, 2 PM, 3 PM, somewhere around there. And then on Monday, I'm going to go work on new HBO show called, uh, Westworld. Yeah. Okay. Um, Oh, yeah. nice. So I get to go uh, day play on that, and it's, it, well, it's a 7 a.m. start, 
unfortunately, the location is about an hour and a half away from me. (laughs) So I'm going to be getting up at like 4.30 in the morning. (laughs) That's a bit rough. Wow. I I know some people do that regularly, and then they go and exercise and crap like that, but... No, I can't do anything that early in the morning. Hard pass. <laughs> do not want. <laughs> I always feel for these radio, you know, the morning radio guys that, you know, yeah, their shift starts at five thirty in the morning. I'm like, how do you do that day in day out? It's rough. I mean, for me, I'm getting up at like to to make the recording on Monday. I get up at five o'clock to get in here by six to have breakfast and caffeinate myself to a level where I'm actually able to talk <laughs> and then um, then talk at 6.30. So. But you take so a train in, right? Uh, normally, yes, I do. So I get, catch a train to the station then, uh, sorry, I ride my scooter to the station then catch a train in, which allows me to you know do all the editing on the podcast on my way in, which is really good. Um, well, I was going to say, at least, yeah, because at least you're not having to concentrate on the road or anything. You know, you can actually somewhat relax a little bit. Yeah. It's it's kind of good to actually sort of, you know, decompress after a big day. You yeah. get on the train and just, you know, listen to podcasts and um, stuff like that. So, yeah, it's a good way of decompressing. <sighs> Speaking of decompressing. <laughs> <laughs> so that, ladies and gentlemen, is the sigh of it's all over. Uh, it's over. <laughs> I will wrap this up for us. Uh, I... Let me give my thanks out to uh, PinballWiz45B for joining us and giving us some tips there. For uh, Kai Fitzner, for Jared Morgan, this has been Chris Freebus, a.k.a. Shut Your Trap, with the Blockade Podcast. See you all next time. WizardAmusement.com, the West Coast leader in classic pinball. Makers of custom pinball shooter rods to buyer specifications. Swap out your standard ball plunger with something themed to your specific table. Installs in less than five minutes with no custom tools. Even if you don't own a table, looks great as a pinball memento to admire. Prices start at $39, but mention Blockade Podcast to receive 10% off your order. WizardAmusement.com. Sales, restoration, customization. Remember to leave a review on iTunes or any podcasting channel Blockade is distributed through. We can't improve unless you tell us how. Until next time, remember... Where